0: Hello and welcome to episode 77 of Existential, and today we talk about what plagues all of us. But before we even dive in, I want to thank you so, so much for joining us and enjoy the episode. All right, so today we speak about an issue that I can nearly guarantee plagues all of us at a certain level. So I titled this episode, What's Been Plaguing You, simply because this is such a widespread issue And because it's a widespread issue, it affects us all, right? When, if you look at us as a society, if you look at society as a body, when one gear isn't working, the whole gear, the whole body stops working. And today I want to talk about a problem that affects every gear in in the body uh, figuratively. So I want to talk about an idea I call sadness linking. And this is by no, it sounds like a psychological term. And again, I'm not, uh, you can uh, read actually, I posted an episode, just a a trailer uh, not too long ago, citing how I'm I'm not a psychologist. I'm simply uh, giving off my views, but sadness linking sounds, sounds somewhat like a psychological term. Sadness linking is attaching uh, rooted or emotional linkings, attaching rooted emotions, certain emotions into a potential carrier event. So we, we do this a lot and we, we become sad, right? So we are, so let's say you're feeling sad. Let's say you, you have an underlying brewing sadness. We'll talk about two levels. So we have like a light brewing sadness, which is essentially like something's going on in your day earlier. Something really bad's going on in your day earlier. Now let's say you got fired from work. Yeah. Now you enter a a boring meeting elsewhere and you're really sad. So this event now becomes a carrier or becomes a host, it becomes a shell to the sadness or to the emotion from a different uh, from a different event. You're linking the emotions, right? So it can even be in a super underlying way, right? It can even be like, you know, an underlying trauma, like you know, I'll talk from experience here. You know, when you kind of have trauma in the past sitting in your head and kind of brewing up and really creating a a backdrop of sadness anything positive that you paint on that picture even it looks bad right so let's say you're painting a so let's say you're painting a picture but i tell you the one rule is the backdrop i tell you the one rule the the background picture the background painting must be a dark alleyway a a kind of graffitied dark alleyway. And you can draw whatever you want. You can draw whatever face, whatever emotion. You can draw whatever you want, as long as it has that background. Okay. Now you start drawing a smiley face. Now that person looks sinister. It looks like it's about to do something bad. You draw a, a sad face. It looks appropriate. You still get a sad energy from that picture, right? So, having the certain trauma in, in in your past or having certain elements in your past just in my in my own experience having elements in your past that are to some degree unsolved really set the stage for new emotions in the future right so a seemingly boring event for instance for like a meeting becomes super super horrible because underground brewing sadness has found an event right it's found a host to express that sadness, right? So events legitimately have disproportional reactions. So if you're, you know, you're happy from something that happened, I don't know, 10 years ago or 10 minutes ago, even that's going to manifest in, let's say a few hours, right? You'll still, that, that emotion will still be lingering. So I, I want to almost talk about today, what happens when the underlying underground brewing sadness happens, right? So why do happy, why don't you feel happy at happy events? Well, because you aren't happy because you as a person, you internally inside aren't happy. A lot of us have gotten there. Why we aren't, but why aren't we able to compartmentalize the sadness and focus on the happiness is an entirely different issue right? So that is, that's, that's essentially the idea of, of emotional linking, right? It's attaching. So you have a sadness that's rooted in you, right? This trauma, this, whatever it may be is rooted deeply, deeply inside of you. Very, very deeply, right? It almost, it's almost a part of the seeds, right? You have messed up seeds, the tree becomes messed up. And then people kind of wonder, Hey, why is the tree messed up? Why doesn't the tree grow as it's supposed to grow? Well, the seeds are damaged, right? If the roots are damaged, the tree is not going to grow up to be like all the other trees, right? It's only once you fix the roots. And what's amazing is unlike trees, as far as I know, unlike trees, we can change our own roots and have the tree change, right? And it's it's really interesting to see that because when we attach, when, when we have our own roots that are so deep in us, when we have a certain trauma and that certain sadness, that's a part of our seeds, our DNA, you know, figuratively DNA. Our sadness, all that is is in our roots. That's in our seeds. You punch that into the ground. You plug that into the ground. You plant it. You sow it. You water it. How 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 do we water seeds in life? How do we uh, materialize this this metaphor? Is we live life. We have our own experiences, and our experiences shape us, right? That's called watering the seeds. And as a result, you have the mix of your seeds, you know, nature versus nurture, you have your your seeds, and then you have the world around you that shaped you into the tree you become, right? And a lot of times that tree doesn't grow up how it's supposed to be because it has a backdrop of sadness, right? Every leaf, whenever it has a new experience, every experience you have is going to not be looked at at a lens of objectivity or a lens of who you are right it's going to be looked at with this biased crooked view of sadness attaching so essentially you're attaching a rooted sadness you're attaching an old rooted emotion an old highly rooted or deeply rooted event highly uh, deeply rooted trauma a really bad event that happened and you're now linking it onto a new event, onto a onto a happy event. So you have a moderately boring event is now for you a horribly terrible, terrible, groundbreakingly boring event, right? An outstandingly, outstandingly boring event, right? And this is a disproportional reaction. Hmm. So you kind of think to yourself, right? Why am I, why, why is it? Now, here's an, here's another interesting idea. People around you, if you can relate to this to any capacity, you'll understand that people around you, when people around you pick up people around pick up emotions are when they pick up this underlying sadness, they kind of call you crazy. They look at you and you're at a birthday party, but you're not feeling the birthday party. And it's not cause anything bad happened to you in the last few days, you know thing. It's just this backdrop sadness that you can't shake. Little do they know, right, inside, on the inside, you know that this event, that you're using this event to express your sadness, to express the trauma, for the seeds to grow. You're using this event, you're using this birthday party, you're using this experience as a way for another negative or another crooked leaf to grow. And again, this is another example of how people on the outside, people who don't, who aren't you, people who are not inside of your head, look at you and make your own judgment, make their own judgments, right? People call you crazy. Hey, why aren't you happy? It's a birthday party, right? But the truth of the matter is that, yeah, I mean, it appears as though you're crazy. It appears as though there's some element of visual, uh, you know, there's, there's visual dissonance there. Why is you, why are you sad at a birthday party? However, it's the underlying sadness. It's the fact that you're using this birthday to vent your trauma, right? And the closer people are to understanding the real situation of how of what goes on in people's heads. You know, if they know your past, if they know anyone's past that have a rough if, you know, you know, anyone that has a rough past, you know, you put one and one together and you're that much closer to getting into someone else's head. Another great example of people making judgments is they accuse you of... They accuse you of things that you don't, you're You not responsible of. Or, for example, you have seeds. You put them into the ground. You have those crooked seeds. Those crooked seeds are your childhood. You have whatever or a certain experience. A trauma can be so bad, right? It, it, it's, it's known to damage the seeds. It, it damages the roots. Now, the seeds have become damaged. The roots become damaged. When the tree grows up, its leaves are damaged accordingly. Now, each one of those leaves, as I said, is an experience. And because it's a broken leaf, right, people around you say, hey, what, why would you do that? You know, you look at a certain leaf, a broken leaf, you say, people around you say, hey, why would you treat someone like that? How? You know, it doesn't make sense to them. So they, they end up calling you crazy, but little do they know it's not your fault they can't see the roots of the tree they only see what the tree becomes they don't even factor in the roots they only look at the tree oh this tree' is good this tree is bad this tree is good this person is good this person is bad I see the leaves they're nice they're broken they're wilted they're, you know they, they change color they're not nice but no one looks at the roots right no one no one looks at the roots or very few people call you know really calling you on the roots and not what your and not what your overall circumstances are, right? And you know, to, to add a cherry on the top of all this, people who experience this, people who experience this this level of emotional linking, try to compensate by making things happy. And just what I've seen personally among peers, among family, people who experience try to compensate by making by making things happy. If I have this backdrop sadness so I, you have a kind of I had a you know certain trauma haunting me for for a while and it really it, it had this way about it. It would just creep and it, and it would linger there until it would linger in my mind. It'd be this demon in my head. and as soon as I had an you know as soon as I had stimulus around me, as soon as I had an event going on around me in my life, it would immediately manifest and, and and use it as a way, right? So you'll see people very bitter, almost like people when they look like they're ready to attack, they look like they're ready to attack because they're ready to attack. I mean, it's, it's quite simple. And I mean, there could be many causes for this, you know, a bad past. It can be anything, you know. That's really the difficulty here in, in, really, understanding, in really understanding the situation. Why on the outside people tend to judge you people tend to judge the way you look hey you know what like you look you look mad while there's a happy event you must be crazy because you are the black sheep in a world of white sheep right because that's the way you look but on the inside you know perfectly well that there's a certain trauma that makes just everything sad so the depending on the the gloominess the sadness the happiness or whatever trauma could be just in my past i've recognized excuse me whatever trauma i've recognized in the past i immediately see it you know almost foreseeing i don't know foreseeing but cementing what they've what possible future events will look like events are sad events are event like you know they don't have they're they're emotionless they're they're static they don't feel anything because what happened to me in my past, to some degree, will dictate my future. The future has not happened yet, but I, who I am is going to be the one constant in there that I can be assured of, that I can be sure that I will be there, right? So sadness thinking is interesting, and it's a very, very prevalent, prevalent popular matter. So this is what I believe plagues so many of us, is you look around you, you have experiences, You don't feel a you don't feel flush with the way you don't feel equal to the way an event is supposed to bring out in you, right? the The emotion event is supposed to bring out in you, and you know you're supposed to. I guess at its core, you find out that it's it's something else, right? It's something from your past that, and it's this is not something that happened four hours ago. It's something that happened a long time ago. It just seems to kind of like a zombie find its way through the dirt. And that's really what I believe plagues so, so many of us as a means of change. As soon as all of us begin to, as soon as all of us begin to, through generations, fix those, fix those, fix those bases. As soon as we begin to mend the seeds, every leaf is going to look normal. Every leaf is going to look healthy. And that's that's legitimately the the only solution because as a society, as as people in general, we tend to focus on we tend to focus on how we can repair each leaf, right? And again, this is with every problem, right? Every pro- imagine a tree and each leaf is is a different experience, as I mentioned earlier. So if you're struggling in relationships, each leaf is a really I sure hope not, but each leaf is a uh, is is a relationship, and each leaf seems to be, you know seems to be poisoned or or looks to be broken right each leaf doesn't grow correctly and it's interesting because people every t- every single time they hey I'll try something new I'll try something new I'll try something new but little do they recognize that each leaf comes from the same root so in order to fix the way every leaf will look in order to make every leaf uniform you got to fix the roots and that's that's where the real problems lie because you know a lot of dialogue goes like this. I want to I, I want to change. I'm struggling. I want to change, but I but you know you start going into all these different reasons why you don't want to change, and you start getting into the normal dialogue. Oh, you're going to do the same wiring. Oh, I want to do this, but I can't do that. But I could, but I can't. But I could, but I can't. It's just this whole dialogue of of the weight of reality. But people forget that you got to change the roots in order for you got to change the seeds in order for the the fruit to look different. And that's the whole reason. That's what I believe plagues so many of us. And with that, we are going to close. So for questions, comments, episode suggestions, or for any other reasons, please please feel free to contact me at podcast.existential at gmail.com. Again, that's podcast.existential at gmail.com. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. All your support helps. Be sure to share this podcast with all your friends and family, and be sure to tune in daily for new episodes of Existential.